This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. And this is your host, Kyle O'Connor, the South Bend Beat Podcast. We're on episode two, and today we have Leslie Pinson from downtown South Bend. How are you doing, Leslie? I am fantastic, Kyle. Thank you for having me today. No problem. Uh, Obviously, this is a South Bend-centered podcast. We want to get those that are uh, within the city, have a lot going on with the city, and know what's going on with the city. So someone with downtown South Bend is pretty perfect uh, to have on. And, uh, you know, we usually start with, um, we just want to know your South Bend story, kind of your background with South Bend, how you got here, um, if you left, why you came back, and just all things South Bend and your background. So hit us. Absolutely. So I am not from here. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Um, But I grew up coming to South Bend. So my mom is from South Bend. My grandmother was born and raised from 1928. Mom grew up here, all seven of her siblings went to St. Joe High, and um, I grew up coming to South Bend and hating it. My dad and I actually would devise plans on like how to get out of coming to- Because of to the weather <laughs> or what? <laughs> That's actually, it sounds terrible, it was just boring. Okay, <laughs> all right I mean, then. outside of family <laughs> events, and family events were fantastic, but it was, we just, I don't know, it just didn't seem like there was as much going on in South Bend. But um, yeah, well, the weather, I loved the weather growing up in the South. We don't have snow so when we'd come up here and there's this white powder all over the it was just magical um still feel that to this day but anyways i decided to um go to business school back in 2013 and i moved from texas with my little probably eight-year-old pug at the time and no he would have been younger than that i can't do math because he's 10 now so anyways um he was six we moved up to indiana and i went to grad school at notre dame and i was in a two-year program and graduated in 2015 and I loved South Bend so much that I stuck around and I am still here to this day and couldn't be happier. Was there any thought of going back home after you graduated? Absolutely. I'm an only child so my parents are still trying to how how can we get her to come back here? All my friends are down there but there is something magical that's happening in South Bend. I'd say a big part of the reason I feel this way was my grandmother. She was my best friend, but I fell in love with the city through her eyes. And there's, we'd always talk about all the fun projects that are going on. And um, her father, my great grandfather, worked at Studebaker for 40 years. Oh, wow. And I love a good underdog story. And I always root for kind of the Cinderella team. And I feel like South Bend is that Cinderella team. And I just, there's just so much going on and I want to be a part of it. And not only do I just want to be a part of it, I want to help make a difference. And I want to, I feel this strong connection to this city and I feel I'm meant to be here helping the community in some way, shape or form. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. And that's good because we've, we've spoken about this before, but I think a big, um, something that's going to play a big role in South Bend coming back um, and being the city that people want to live in and go to are Notre Dame students, undergrads, but really those that then go to grad school, them actually sticking around mm-hmm. rather than going to the bigger cities, taking opportunities there. Yep. Um, and it seems like it's happening more, a little more often now. Absolutely. It is. It's actually, 
I mean, it's really exciting. And there are a lot of people that are choosing to stay here. You know, when you think of the history of South Bend, a lot of people were here just because they were here and it was, you know. But now people are making the conscious decision to say, hey, I'm here because I want to be here. And there are things going on and I can get connected and I can be a part of it. And it's, I, I think it's infectious and um, it's a, it's, there is a tangible energy, this buzz that is in this downtown area. And you just talk to anybody and you feel it. Like I get goosebumps daily because it's just so exciting. It's, oh, this is something new that's going on. Um, so I think that's, I don't, I don't know, that's what draws me here, but I know it's what draws other people too. The, the friends of mine that have chosen to stay, that's what we talk about. There's, there's this vibe of anything is possible. That's when people when people ask, why are you still there? Or when are you leaving? Or why do you stay there? That's what I tell them. It's I truly believe that anything is possible in South Bend. Um, people are just hungry for you to come have an impact. So, so those millennials that want to feel like they're a part of something bigger and, and, and see their work and the impact that it's making, this is a great place to do that. And the downtown area specifically, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if you took a screen or a snapshot of downtown in like 2013, 2014, and compare it to what it's going to look like probably like around 2020, oh, man. it's going to be drastically different. Absolutely. I mean, we're already seeing that. Um, I mean, speak to how exciting it is, not only for those that uh, frequent downtown, but now we're mm-hmm. having a lot more residents living downtown Absolutely. with the new living establishments going mm-hmm. up. Um businesses, restaurants moving downtown. Um, What are a few of the exciting things happening right now at this point in time? Absolutely. One of the things that I think is really exciting is are the millions of dollars that the city is putting into our parks and riverfront trails. Okay. So Howard Park, um, I have fond memories of the ice skating rink at Howard Park as an eight-year-old. That was the first place that I ice skated outdoors. So again, being this little girl from Texas, you're ice skating outdoors. You're not inside a mall, Mm -hmm. which is what we were (laughs) used to. And it was, again, it was just like, this is amazing. This is something that you can't do in the South. So that's one thing that's not unique to South Bend, but um, definitely fond memories of that park. But millions and millions of dollars being pumped into the riverfront trails and parks system. And the groundbreaking for Howard Park is actually next week. So that's going to be a big deal. That's on October 4th at 11 o'clock. So anybody who would like to come show up for that, that was great. But there is a website that I am blanking on right now that we can follow up with maybe um, listeners if they're interested. We'll put it in the uh, show notes. Yes, but it gives you the plans of what is going on in this park. They are reimagining. So the ice rink, unfortunately, that one is leaving, but... It's being reimagined to be more pond-like. So when you are ice skating outside, it's like you're on a pond. And then that same ice skating rink in the winter will transition. It's a water feature in the summer. So it'll have water. And I'm 32 years old, but I'm so darn excited about Mm -hmm. that. I mean, I'll be playing with the (laughs) six-year-olds running through the water on a summer day. And if you know Leslie, you know that is actually true. (laughs) I'll rollerblade down to the park and then play in the water with the kids. Um, But I think that's so exciting. There's going to be an amphitheater for outdoor music. Um, I think one of the biggest focal points of that redesign of this park is to put our river, which is such a an asset to this community um, as a focal point. So making sure that it's a lot more accessible, whether you have a kayak or a canoe, 
you could just come down to the park and drop into the water and and you're off um that that's a little harder to do right now but that's i know that's one of the big goals of this um park um and these this re- redevelopment and all the money they're pu- pumping into it but it's i mean it's going to be fantastic so that's one thing the groundbreaking is next week that's maybe i think a two-year project so by the time we get to 2020 i know the east bank village itself that's kind of a focal point of it i just love the east bank village with all the retailers yeah, and yes you're yeah. you're right here on <laughs> jefferson um but i mean i think that's just going to be such a huge thing for this little area and then one of the other favorite um everything's my favorite who are we kidding oh, but that's okay. another <laughs> place area that i'm excited about is the renaissance district over by four winds field and everything that's going on with the studebaker buildings whether it's 112 113 84 um and the Berlin Flats that are going over there, right. which are going to be the mixed use with, I mean, I think people who live there can go on the roof and watch the games yeah. from the comfort of their own home. Like it's a, That's amazing. And then the stores and the retail that's going to be on the bottom. Oh, and Bear Hands Brewery is going in over there. I mean, I like to eat and drink, so any any time you have breweries popping up that's that's always a plus it's going to be amazing for those of you out of town um the south bank cubs have been here a few years now and attendance has just been phenomenal the the ballpark is absolutely gorgeous it was rated one of the best ballparks um i'm going to say in the world i think it was in the nation but and um they've won numerous awards for minor league affiliations i worked for Mm -hmm. two triple a teams including the cubs triple a team um in des moines this park is better um it's beautiful there's more to do and like you said with the berlin flat it's going to have kind of a wrigley feel where uh wrigley has the rooftops where you can watch a game from the rooftops they're going to incorporate that a little bit in Mm -hmm. there and you, you mentioned the old Studebaker factories out there, which had previously been an eyesore for the mm-hmm. city. Absolutely. Massive, broken windows, and it's getting completely redone. And that's another one by the 2020-ish, maybe a mm-hmm. little later. Um, that'll be up and gorgeous. We're already seeing that now with Absolutely. the renovations. Mm-hmm. There's, it's almost like there's kind of this corridor, Kyle. Like if you think of the Notre Dame campus, which has been primarily kind of in a bubble for the last, I mean, forever. Yeah. And they're, the the city and the school, they're doing a lot to kind of break those barriers. But if you think about all the devel- development going on on campus with the Campus Crossroads projects and then Eddy Street Commons, that's phase one of, I think, three. They just broke ground a few months ago for the second phase of Eddy Street. So that's moving south. And then you have a bunch of residential um, kind of where Rocco's is. That's where I live over over there. But then you're kind of heading south along that corridor, along Niles. Then you're in East Bank Village. Then you're across the river downtown. And then you're in Renaissance District. So it's almost kind of, I mean, everything is kind of connecting. And plus when you add in Lime Bikes, where we're and transpo they are fantastic too i mean it's our city is easy to get around and all of this development seems to seems to be centralizing in this kind of corridor of sorts um and like so that's you the said, place to be i think if we can make notre dame and south bend more as like one destination yes um especially for those coming from out of town or families coming in if they can kind of blend and merge a little bit better mm-hmm. i think that'd help everybody and oh, notre, notre dame seems a lot more open to that now mm-hmm. Um, a stronger South Bend is a stronger Notre Dame, and a stronger Notre Dame is a stronger South Bend. Absolutely I mean, that's agree. just, there's no way about that. And it it's just a fun place to be. So it's it's exciting right now. It is. <laughs> let's let's transition to then to your specific position. You're sure. with downtown South Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us your job title, what you do, and basically what a typical day 
looks like for you? Absolutely. So I have the best job in the world. I am technically the director of business engagement. So I engage with the businesses downtown. Um, I also engage with people who want to have businesses downtown. So I, that's, I'd say 50% of my meetings are people who are looking to move to this downtown area and start a business, which is so exciting. Um, yeah. it, it, my job is kind of easy right now because this is the place to be. So people are coming to us. Um, which has not always been the case. So it's from all the hard work of the people that came before me. I'm just taking advantage of it. But um, it's helping people find available properties, keeping a good idea of what is available, um, and just having being in the know of what's going on, whether it's new apartments popping up or new buildings that are vacant or new projects or kind of... my. I love getting to know the businesses. That is my absolute favorite thing. If I can understand from for you as a business who are you what are you about what are you trying to do what are your goals and objectives then as i'm out and about i could if if i see anything that i think can help you achieve those goals then that's my favorite part to do um is to make those connections so it's if i can help anybody that's we want to be good neighbors as dtsb and that's my role specifically is is geared towards the businesses and it's really important being Um, My last job, uh, we went into various cities uh, and did advertising. And then his off, uh, the CEO of the ad agency I was with, put his brand new building office, whatever, right downtown. And his strategy was kind of revitalize downtown, get downtown where it Mm -hmm. needs to be, and there will be a butterfly effect. It'll fan out. Um, And we're seeing that now with South Bend, with downtown. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, daily there's something like, oh, I didn't know that was going to be there. That's new. That's popping up. it's really exciting times for downtown, um, and you can see the rest of South Bend and really the rest of the area yeah. reaping the benefits. And it's and it's so fun. I love talking to people, and when I'm you know each meeting I'm picking up some cool little tidbit of information or I didn't know that existed, and then I'm my, taking it to my next meeting and I'm sharing it. And when you start to see the responses of, of people going like, "Wow, that is cool!" like. That's what, again, another part of my job that I love is sharing those stories because those stories are awesome. Yeah. And again, that's kind of, you know, we're talking about podcasts. I'm a little uh, preview for you guys. We're trying to start a DTSB podcast as well, but to elevate those stories because people want to hear them. But so let's put them on a platform so that you can listen to them anytime you want. Um, and it's the it's. It's with the focus on the businesses too, though, and those those businesses they're driven by people, so it's those people, their stories. Um, but as it relates to business and things going down on downtown, well, you guys are doing a great job. It's, Thank you. I mean, it's starting to resemble like every other city downtown. Yeah. When we first moved back, I remember walking around downtown a Friday night. Weather was nice. And there was nobody. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a ghost town. <laughs> like, is something going on that like yeah. we didn't find There's out some about? There's big draw everywhere yeah. else. And now, when you go downtown, it can it's even different. be a week now, weeknight. Yeah. There's people out and about. They're eating. They're yeah. hanging out. Um, and then obviously the events you guys do mm-hmm. uh, with First Fridays and mm-hmm. a couple other things, you you get some really massive crowds. Yeah, we try. It's crowds. all it's all fun and just creating experiences and making sure downtown is safe and desirable and you know you want to go to you know that's right that's that's our job is getting people downtown and and to be completely honest south bend had for a few years uh, more than a few years 
people that maybe they didn't want to go downtown because mm-hmm. um, whether it was a safety issue or they mm-hmm. thought they'd go too far out. And I think what you mentioned with like over by the park and the Renaissance District, though that what's going on there is I think helping a lot. Absolutely. Because that's an area where previously maybe people would have thought twice about. And I can so you can go out there, take the mm-hmm. family and it's 100% fine. Yep. And I think it's kind of, it's perception too. I mean, we still chal- uh, work with, I mean, people have this perception that parking is an issue and sometimes it is but there's actually a ton of parking Mm -hmm. it's just how people perceive how they want to park when they go downtown so when you park at the mall you park way in the back and that's not a big deal and you walk a half a mile to get inside but for some reason when you people come downtown they want to park right yes your expectations and your perception is a little bit different so we're trying to combat that um and also the safety thing i mean any big city or any town is gonna maybe have some issues with safety we really don't have much and it's a friendly place to be like yeah. my favorite thing to do is when i'm walking to a meeting and we've got our our guys sitting out um in front of robertson's like reggie reg i met him today yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we, yeah. reggie reg is his nickname um but i love giving them high fives and I was telling my boss, Jill, our executive director yesterday, I have this vision of this of a downtown area where people are literally maybe not skipping, but maybe skipping down the street and high-fiving mm-hmm. each other and like, hey, Joe. And, uh, you know, I know Very it sounds kind of... Si- like, yes, yeah. yes, without the kind of creepy well, yeah, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but authentic. But yeah. yes, that's... So when I like can't sleep at night, it's because those are my visions of like, how do we create that energy downtown that's just friendly and you know i think that is that exists in south bend in pockets and so that's what i'm like really excited about is tapping into that energy and that excitement and that kind of um and and elevating that so that more people are engaged in a part of it and one thing to keep in mind is when um visiting fans come in for games Mm -hmm. and they come in with no preconceived notions and nine times out of ten they're going to be raving about their experience downtown how much fun they had downtown um, and, and they come in, they, they don't know what to expect as far as safety, parking. They're going in with a blank slate. Yep. And I was talking to Georgia fans um, during that game, mm-hmm. and they were like, we were real surprised about the downtown <laughs> area. We had a really good time because a lot of their fans kind of <laughs> stuck around like Eddy Street Commons, yeah. but that stuff got packed, and then they went they a little bit more downtown. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're, we're glad it was packed because then yeah. we ended up downtown, had a great time. Yep. Um, and they, they didn't say anything about, oh, well, we couldn't find anywhere to park, even though they might have had public transportation mm-hmm. or we didn't feel safe. They just said the food was great and yeah. everybody was real nice. I love that's, that. I know. That's our little town. And that's... Uh, <laughs> it I, takes so a team, I think we're though. In the right you know, direction. I do too. Yeah. And I think that's what's exciting is everyone is getting on board and we're all moving in the same direction. So... Yeah. And pivoting off of downtown South Bend, yes, we are going to talk about a personal project you have, yes, coming up. Um, I think we're we're getting close to we're about what three weeks oh, out. Yes, about three so weeks much to out. Do. Yes. It's going to be a pep rally. Yes, for South Bend. Yes, um, the floor is yours. Give us a little bit of a recap, and then we'll get into the specifics. Okay, so I am hosting a pep rally for the city of South Bend to focus on as cheesy as it sounds but love so Mm -hmm. loving your neighbor and loving your community and it won't be um it's going to be at the farmer's market on october 14th from about 8 to 12 we can post details later or direct you to where you can find more information but it's not your typical pep rally experience where you sit down and you watch you know cheerleaders perform and things like that it is 
um, a come and go experience, but it's all about positivity and love and just being excited for our community and sharing that excitement and that energy. I've said energy and excitement probably a lot today, but that's what I am all about. Um, Speaking with you, those are the words I would expect to hear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm very true to myself and who I am. Um, But yeah, so this pep rally, there will be photo opportunities. So um, I don't want to give too much away because I still want to, I want to surprise and delight, but there will be photo opportunities with props that are relevant to what you might find at pep rallies. There's going to be opportunities. Um, I really want to kind of not challenge people, but kind of change that perception, like um, who do you rally for or what do you rally for in this community? And take just having a moment where people have that self-reflection and what am I thankful for and who do I want to celebrate or what? Um, and then bringing people, like-minded people together to share in those emotions. I think that's powerful. Um, I th- the, the farmer's market has gotten so excited about this. They've just been fantastic to work with. Um, so this is the first one of, I'm, I'm hoping, quite a few. But um, if you, so going back into the backstory of why this is important or why this is happening, my grandmother and I, Grandma Rose, uh, she is infamous on social media among <laughs> all of my friends. Um, she and I would go to the farmer's market every Saturday morning, and we would have breakfast at the diner. Um, we've seen probably five different management changes there, and we've been loyal throughout all of them. And I will say Nate, who is there right now, is killing it. Which diner is this? At the market. the one. Oh, like, oh the one yes. right in the market. Okay, yep. Yes, yep. and they are finally using produce from the market. I mean, imagine that. But it is fantastic. He has a different special every week. Um, so for those of you listening that have been in the past when the quality might not have been that great, try it again. Give it another it's shot. it's fantastic. But anyway, so we would, that was our Saturday morning. That is what literally grounded both of us for the entire week. If we had a week where we were off, we felt it. Like my grandmother and I, we were, I don't know, 50, 60 years apart. Um, but we were quite literally best friends and, and kindred spirits, I'd say. Um but we would go to the market, we'd have our breakfast, we would talk all about the great things going on in South Bend, and we started calling ourselves the South Bend Cheerleaders because that's we, that's all we would talk about is how much fun it was to live here, and she would tell me the old stories. One of my favorites, she used to live over by um, the Pottawatomie Zoo when she was younger, off of like Sunnymead or, um, I think Sunnymead, or this might have been when she lived on LaSalle. But she was telling me one summer that she w- used to go um, – to sleep with her windows open, listening to the lions roar. How cool is that? That's wild. As I'd, like yeah. a child, like that's what she remembered. That's crazy. I just, I, that's just a very neat, raw kind of, it just immediately takes you back to your childhood. Um, but that was something that we, I learned over breakfast at that market. And I'll tell you, there was this one moment in my life that I will never forget. Um, and it was talking to her and her, I just lived to make her laugh. Her smile was fantastic. But there was one moment where I made her laugh and I looked over at her and it was almost like the cartoons. There was this twinkle in her eye that just like stopped me in my tracks. And I said, you know, this, I am exactly where I am supposed to be in life right now. This is, there's nowhere else that I would rather be. I'm going to cry just talking about this, but that she is, she's my best friend. And that was I am meant to be in South Bend doing what I'm doing and building that relationship with my grandmother. Um, 
I digress and I got off topic. Okay, so we would go to the farmer's market and that's where we said we're the South Bend cheerleaders. And one morning I looked at her and I said, Grandma Rose, we should throw a pep rally for the city of South Bend. And she was like, why not? Let's do it. Um, And then we decided naturally it needs to be at the farmer's market because that was just such a big um, issue for, or a big special place for us. Um, So we started planning and we would dream about it and um that was our that was our saturday it was going to the market having breakfast talking about our pep rally we'd always stop at the grotto um afterwards where she would pray for me to find a man which <laughs> that was classic grandma <laughs> and it was funny because that wasn't working so she stepped it up and started praying for me to meet the one and it's at, so she's mix it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so you get a little better. Yeah, and she's oh my gosh, she was a hoot. She knew how to like just light up a room. But anyways, moving forward, we were planning um, to do a presentation for the Awesome Fund to raise for a thousand dollars to help us pay for this pep rally. And actually, and she was going to go and present with me, which that in itself, getting to present to a room full of people about a pep rally with your 89-year-old grandmother. Oh, and if you know her, she would have just loved that. I would have put the pom-poms in her hand, and she (laughs) would have just been in the back just with the biggest smile. Um, But she actually had um, a stroke two weeks before, and she unexpectedly passed, and it was absolutely devastating. But um, with her passing and kind of those recent string of hate rallies that we were having a few months back i just said you know what this needs to happen Mm -hmm. and um she won't be there in person but i know she's going to be there in spirit absolutely it's kind of it's it's it i tell people um i have this image of her i put my pink ray-bans on her and so she's just looking all sorts of fly um in these sunglasses but she quite literally saw South Bend through rose-colored glasses and that's that's the South Bend I fell in love with and then that's the South Bend that I want to share with this pep rally. Well I'm looking forward to it. Yay! It'll be a good time and to recap again um, as many details as you want to give right yeah. now and then we can send them where they can find the rest later. Um, Absolutely they- so it is Saturday October 14th it is a bye weekend that was strategic. Um, so no Notre You're Dame from football. the South. You know how to, am, you know how to schedule I, around football. I am. Um, and Grandma Rose and I, we, those were the only Saturdays we wouldn't go to the market because I'd be at the game and she'd be hosting company. So, um, so that, again, goes in a, in, um, a line with everything. But, yes, Saturday, October 14th. It's going to be from, like, 8 to 12. Um, it's come and go. It's, it's low-key. It's laid back. If you have pom-poms and you want to come bring your pom-poms and, and show spirit, you can also dress in our team colors. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even talk about the South Bend Townies. I just talked about – okay. I was Yeah, I was going to yes. wrap up with that. But, yeah, you want me, can go I, ahead. Now? Yeah, okay, go ahead. so a big part of this – so, yes, we're hosting this pep rally for the city of South Bend, but think of South Bend as a football team. And Townie is the mascot. So we are throwing it for the South Bend Townies, and our team colors are the color of the flag, so red, white, yellow, and blue. So if you want to wear team spirit colors, those are those are it. Um, but townie is a word that I just don't like. Um, I think in some sense it can be seen as derogatory, negative, divisive, um, 
And my experience with it was, I feel like I'm talking a lot, Kyle, I'm sorry. But I go back to when I got into Notre Dame, I found out in October of 2012. And it was fast forward to Thanksgiving that same year, I was with my family and my mom and I had been drinking wine and my mom looks at me and she's like, Leslie, you're a domer now. And we're (laughs) excited and like high-fiving. And all of a sudden she stopped like dead in her tracks and had this look like, like this look of horror and she just sunk like her expression and she was like and I'm a townie and and yes I might have been a little bit wine induced but it was all of a sudden there was this division between my mom and I and there was honestly this sense of shame and I hate that like that there's no reason to be shameful about being from South Bend or living in South Bend and in like 2017, it is a source of pride. I am so excited to tell people that I live in South Bend. Um, and so this is part of this pep rally is taking a word and redefining it and giving people a new meaning to what it means to be a townie. And so that's, you know, seeing South Bend through rose colored glasses and just loving where you are in life right now. You know, it's, you can you can be anywhere, but like, being appreciative of right here and right now. Whether you are from South Bend, you've lived here for four years, two years, you're here for just a game day. Mm-hmm. Anybody is a townie. Anybody is welcome. We're all townies because we are all here right now. So why not make the most of it? Love it. Yeah. And southbendtownie.com is yes. the website where they'll be able to find some more information. Yes. And you have a Facebook uh, event Facebook page. Facebook event page mm-hmm. called South Bend Townie. Yes, at South Bend Towny Pep Rally. South Bend Towny Pep mm-hmm. Rally. And we'll put all these links in the show notes. Um, so if you're listening to this, you can go back afterwards and find the links directly. Yeah. Uh, but we hope to see you on the 14th. Absolutely. Thank you. And we will, before we get into the lightning round questions, okay. mm-hmm. I need to open the floor for something you're very passionate about. Okay. Uh oh, I forget what this is. Rollerblade. Oh yes, <laughs> I love rollerblading. Tell us about um, your roller. I understand there's a rollerblading club. Yes, just newly formed. Um, three friends, or myself included, we decided to get together for a little blading sesh, and um, we took a picture, and it was so much fun. And I posted on social media about this. I was I was totally kidding, saying you know the founding members of the South Bend Blading Club. Um, new member tryouts are coming soon. Message us for details. We've gotten so many people that yeah, want to join the club now. Yeah. I, these people are coming out of the woodworks. I'm telling you, people are dusting off old blades. People are going home to get blades from their family's home in like Michigan. I mean, <laughs> this is... This like is, I can be there tomorrow. I just need yes, to drive six hours to go yes, get my rollerblades. It's incredible and it's silly because it's rollerblading. I I will say it's probably skewing towards these older millennials who you know we right. grew up with rollerblading and that was Absolutely. such a big part of childhood. Um, but I'm so excited. So we're graduating to a bigger club now from three to my gosh, we probably have close to 15 people who are interested. Wow. And we have decided, obviously, we need to somehow involve beer. So we're going to have blades and beer as our next blading sesh. But I, before that, I have to um, fix one of my wheels. I blade so much that my wheel, one of my wheels is falling off. That's so. how you know you're dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. You don't have to have, have any to type repairs. of. Yes, you and, and replacement brakes. Um, you don't have to have any experience. 
Um, I'm thinking, so right now we, we have a text group. That is how we communicate. I'm thinking I need to do a Facebook group. I think so, too. I will, and then we'll include that link, too. Include um, the link. So if you want to rollerblade. Yes. Um, With a fun uh, crew. So when you go out rollerblading, are you mm-hmm. helmets, elbow pads, knee pads, or are you just going? No, I just go. That's I'm, what I like. You know, yeah. yeah, 32 years old. I've been blading for quite <laughs> yeah. some time. I actually something was going to happen. Would have happened. It, w- it would have. Um, and I've had major accidents before, but um, I'm still alive and kicking. I actually. So fun fact. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. Hint, hint. Rollerblade. But I emailed the company Rollerblade, um, the brand, my favorite. Um, on Sunday to see if we could get some type of group discount for our new club. Yeah, buying in bulk. Right? Why not? I know. Um, which is an excellent opportunity for them for goodwill. Um, if, if Not that they're going to hear this podcast, but if you if it gets picked up, Rollerblade. Someone send it to them. Yes. Um, I might secretly. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I honestly, I was talking to um, one of the other members about this. I've been loyal to the Rollerblade brand for 25 years. Millennials, I'm an older millennial, but that doesn't happen. We're not loyal to brands. How, like, 25 years. That's yeah, a long time. That is a very I long time. I can't think of very many other brands that I've been that loyal to. And I've had quite a few pairs in my life. And I'm actually looking for new ones. So, again, I want a discount. Well, <laughs> the bulk discount, and then you get their deluxe Cadillac yeah. blades for free. I think right? that would only be fair. And we want to make T-shirts for this, too. We've come up with, like, Blades and Brew or, I don't know, Blade Bros. I was at an event last night, and someone Blade came bros. up with that. Um, but anyways, yes, rollerblading is fantastic. We're looking for new routes. We go around the Notre Dame campus because it's paved. Anybody who's, who's ever rollerbladed on a rough surface knows it's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, like, it's a little rough. Um, and you loose gravel, that's the worst. That's, you like avoid loose gravel like the plague. Um, that's when you fall. If someone um, wants to join this club, they'll have your expertise around then? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. And it's fun. Like, it is a diverse group. I would have thought there'd be a lot of females. It's actually, the interest is primarily male, which is interesting to me that people have rollerblade. I think there's like closet rollerbladers like they yeah. they, they like literally just looking for an excuse to bust them back out yes they're like. literally in the back of the closet saving them for a rainy day and people are busting them out so and you made it rain yes so. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna go Very to our good. lightning round just oh, random questions nervous. um this is the first time we'll be doing this episode two episode three we're gonna also ask um big perm and then from there forward we'll always have lightning questions um so you're going to kick us off. Are you ready? Woohoo! I am. Favorite area restaurant? Oh. I know. You have to choose tough. one. You have to choose one. Oh, I work with them all for work. So, gosh, if you're listening. You can, if you can go outside of downtown, too. If you don't want to okay. rock any boats in the downtown area, you can go to, you know, Mishawaka, okay. Granger. Well, I'm, I'm going to do, can I give you two? Yep. One inside and one out. Hey, perfect. Inside right now, inside the downtown area is render because chef Eamon right down the street oh my goodness Eamon is doing incredible things words can't describe um how good his food is and there is this new dish it was a ravioli it was like a wild mushroom ravioli with this like red pepper sauce and this blistered like shishito pepper or something i'm not doing it justice but i that sounds pretty good it was incredible (laughs) kyle i've never tasted something so magical um, and the way I know it was so good, I got home that night and I had the sauce on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. 
that's how you know it's really good. <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I was Unreal. like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I still had dessert. I had that <laughs> sauce on my forehead because I was just, I, I didn't lick the bowl, but I got the bread and I sopped it up because it was This that is good. the best marketing render could ever ask for. <laughs> No, they're just doing good things. And I, I go have a cocktail with Maggie. She's fantastic. And the She's vibe the, in there is awesome, too. Yes, and they're just good yeah. people. Um, so that would be in downtown. I just, honestly, my recommendations are because I love the people, too. I've gotten to know right. the chef and the bartenders, and um, and I just love what they're doing. But outside of downtown, you have to drive a little bit. Um, but my favorite place to take people from out of town is Three Oaks, Michigan. Okay. To the Journeyman Whiskey Distillery. Okay. And specifically their restaurant, Stay Maker. That is just a cool experience because it's a building from the, an old warehouse from the 1800s. And I, I'm a big fan of marketing and brands and a strong brand. I think that's just very powerful. Um, they have created their line of spirits, whiskey, and all of that based on the history of that building. And I think that is just so cool. And they're very authentic in everything that they do. And everything is on brand. And I sound like a marketing nerd right now. And what's right the place now. one more time? Staymaker. Staymaker. Mm -hmm. Gonna have to check that out. Yes. Have you not been? No. I've oh never my been. gosh, it is amazing. Yeah. I sounded very Midwestern right there, didn't I? Yeah. That, oh that's my good gosh. Though. That's good. <laughs> I need to throw oh a y'all in you there. You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> Oofta. That's. <laughs> I, have, I was in North Dakota. Have you heard that before? No, but it, North Dakota. I. Those are some accents that I love. Yes. Just their way of speaking. Oh my North gosh. North Dakota, Minnesota. Oof does a thing Canadian. That, it's on t-shirts that doesn't surprise me i was like what is oofda and no one could tell me like it's just kind of a uh, like a oofda did you get any you betchas or don't you knows yeah you, yeah. Be you betcha don't you know don't you know <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry Before i'm we not go trying to accents. make fun of people no i love it i, it I watch fun. i watch fargo like literally for the accents i love <laughs> it fill in the blank okay taylor swift is oh terrible you're not a Taylor Swift I'm not. not. Taylor Sorry, Swift Taylor fan. Swift. Um, <laughs> I'm, I was back in the day. Am I supposed to so, expand on these lightning round? I'm sure. going. I'm not yeah, going well, very yeah, quickly. Expand. I just. So I'm, you like country Taylor Swift? I do. I love country. Okay. I'm a big country fan. But specifically with kind of the brand that she's created recently, I just like this whole Kanye West thing and this song that she came out that was so clearly it, you knew what she was trying to do, like. She's like going for blood now. Absolutely. But it's like, come on, just be better than that. Yeah. Like, don't drag yourself through the mud. And I just think it flopped. Like, I know people are talking about the song. It's kind of catchy. I just... Nothing like her last album, though. No, and it's just negative. It is, it now is she's perpetuating like like stomping, a negative cycle. And she's that, like stomping out Katy Perry at this yes, point. Yes. Katy Perry can't sell tickets. Yeah, just be better. That You know, don't... it. Why does it matter? that you had the last word so you want her to so if she went back to nashville and put out another country album you'd be back on board i don't know i'm i, <laughs> I don't know kind of far she's, gone she is far gone <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah 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 all right favorite junk food Ooh. what have i been eating recently oh oh i don't know if you can can thai food be junk food not Man, really that's not really unhealthy enough okay we, i mean um, this is like guilty pleasure I'm watching Netflix at 11 p.m. and I just I want to down something. I'm not being judged right now. Cakes, cookies, Cake, yeah. I'm so baked goods. Baked goods. Baked goods. Mm -hmm. So you know, you're not into like the candy bars really or ice cream. I do like ice cream. Yeah. Outside scoop. 
they started sell. It's that little um, bicycle yeah. ice cream place. They have like the ice cream sandwiches things there. Ooh, is yeah. that new? Uh, one time I went and it was like uh, in between two cookies. Oh my it was goodness, delicious. game changer. It, I mean, it, I mean it, <laughs> it, it's going to put you down for an afternoon, but yeah. it was really good. <laughs> No, they start. I love them though. They have this mountain top. I'd say outside scoop. Okay, because okay, that's in my freezer right now. Okay. They have this mountain top, um, which is like a goat cheese and blackberry ice cream. Sounds weird, but strangely delicious. And they sell it at Purple Porch now. So you can go put it in your freezer. I have to give that a shot. Yeah. More of a and buy guy, some buy some cookies and you can make it at make home. Make my own. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. I am too. I'm going to look for them now. You mentioned this earlier, <clears throat> but any pets? Yes, my baby. Elijah, he is a 10-year-old pug, and he's survived cancer twice. He's a fighter. Cur- he is, um, and he currently has cancer again, but um, we, it's, we'll, we'll take care of it. So he's, so he's going to be a three-time survivor. Yes, yes. We just need to do the surgery. It's, it's quite just, the resume. It is, except it's it's like a we won't get into it. But he's 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 a good guy, and he's you know it's funny we've been together for ten years now. I've not spent there's no one else on earth that I've spent more time with than than this right. dog, and we know how to communicate. Our like it's incredible. Like he if he's thirsty, he will go stand in the bathtub. And that is how he tells me that he wants water. Stand in the bathtub. When he goes and stands in the bathtub, 10 out of 10 times, I will go look in his water bowl and it's empty. Like that is how he tells me like, mom, I'm thirsty because he knows water comes out of there. That's crazy. So he's, I mean, but it's just funny. Like he's. Deuce just brings me the dish. He just comes. (laughs) Does he really? Yeah, it's in his mouth and he just stares at me. That's maybe even smarter though. Well, Eli, I mean, well, Eli can't it's not, pick his up. It's more practical, but I don't think it's smarter. I think okay. like knowing that water comes out of there. Yes, and yeah, he's because he sometimes like drinks out of it. Oh my gosh! And so we'd go on walks at night, and we've been practicing off leash, and he's gotten really good. So See, he, I can't do that. he do, will she just take off? Oh, he, yeah, gone. Or he, yeah, gone, like gone, gone. <laughs> Eli's a mama's boy, so he he's never if wherever I am, there's there's Eli, but he will stop at the crosswalk. And then he'll wait, and then I was like, "Okay." And he runs across. Oops, sorry. He runs straight across to the other side. He doesn't <laughs> dilly dally in the street. He like literally just like, "I'm I'm getting there." Um, I don't. I didn't teach him that. He just knows. Um, and then his he loves the frisbee. You can't even say frisbee around him. We have to say the f word because he's. If you say frisbee, he's <laughs> like, "Oh!" Yes, yeah. and he doesn't forget. I'll tell him like, "Hey, we'll go play frisbee," and I'll forget and I'll start cleaning. Thirty minutes later, he's looking at me, and he's you sitting by the frisbee. door like, <laughs> "I'd remember, mom." But he, so people think of pugs as like unathletic little dogs. He is the most agile jumper. Like you throw that frisbee, and not like ten feet, thirty yards, and he is darting out there and then leaping into the air, all four feet off the ground catching it over his shoulder and like he knows when he catches it because he trots back and he's like look what i just did and oh he's he's great so yes that is my my child his elijah elijah Elijah. have you ever been stuck on an elevator oh gosh that's my no but that is my fear do you ride elevators i do and i just don't like i don't ride them at all oh you will avoid them i haven't 
I probably rode elevator one time in the past six or seven years. Going to like floor 85 or something. I mean, not in South Bend, but. When I was in New York, we were on the 13th floor. (laughs) Stairs every day. No, that's kind of a good for your health, though. But is it because of elevators? Yeah, I, I don't mess with them. I don't. I don't. Have you been stuck? Um, no, and I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> and I won't ever. But I, I told you a couple nights ago, I ended up in the hospital for a minor thing, and they were wheeling me out and uh, take me to get a CT scan. And the only thing I could ask them, I was like, "Is it on this floor?" So I was no like, I, way. "I don't ride elevators." And she's like, "It's in this floor. You're fine." What would you have done? Like walk. Ask them to give, <laughs> shoot more pain meds into me, knock me out. <laughs> the only time I've been on one recently was when uh, Tina's sister uh-huh. had her baby, and I was assured that there was no other way up, so I made security ride up and down with me. I'm dying. Yeah, this I don't is do awesome. It. My brother's. I have an aunt that also doesn't ride elevators, so when we're at family functions, it's. Is there out. a term for that? Like if you're like specifically elevators? of elevators. No, I think be. it's like a spinoff of claustrophobia. But if you okay. Google like scared of elevators, like thousands of results come up. I. My aunt has a better excuse. When she was younger, she was in a house elevator and it plummeted, <gasps> and she snapped her leg. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. like what you like. Yeah. I do get those glimpses when I'm in one. I'm like, what yeah. would I'm, that's on, rough. I'm on floor three? Would I survive this? And then I, they look at me. They're like, why don't you ride them? I said, I don't like them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. And so I will say, I'm. I've. I don't just completely avoid them because for me they're a necessity sometimes. But every time I get in one, I'm looking for the escape route. Like, I don't know why, but it's like a MacGyver instinct <laughs> kicks in. And I like I don't know if MacGyver climbed out of an elevator when I was a kid, but I always associate that with MacGyver, and I'm looking for my escape route. And I am secretly kind of want to get stuck in an elevator. Knock on wood, like this is probably going to happen you now. You want to? Yes, because I'd want to, like, use my key to, like, jimmy open the, the roof and then crawl to safety. So you basically just want to prove to yourself that you can, yes, you can make it happen. that, yeah. And then, but if, then if it's like if there's no escape route, then ooh, that, that I don't like that. All right. So, so kind of, I'm scared of them. I think I'll know your answer in this one. Mm-hmm. Favorite city in the U.S. other than South Bend? Oh goodness. Oh well, my hometown is Dallas. That's what I was thinking you were going to say, but maybe you'll surprise. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Dallas, and um, and I love it, and I'm from there, but. I'm inspired by Austin, actually, and I feel like that's Austin, okay. Texas, and there's a lot of um, attention. Unique city. On Austin, yes, but it's, um, I like their weird, quirky vibe, and I love whoever came up with the Keep Austin Weird yeah. movement or just motto. That's fantastic because that, that embraces that energy, and that's kind of, when I think of like this townie movement, not to say this will ever get on that scale, but that's my inspiration is that is now part of that area and it's that awesome energy that was down there that someone was like how do we elevate this what is this called let's put a name to it so that other people can be a part of it i think from that standpoint i think austin is very cool fantastic so you Mm -hmm. didn't go where i was going i did i got the state right (laughs) i think we have time for one more okay what type of milk do you put in your cereal? Oh, whole milk. Whole, whole organic milk. whole milk all day, every day. Organic whole milk. Oh, man. I mean, especially if there's like chunks of cream in it. What? <laughs> like the kind with the <laughs> your face right now. <laughs> it's not bad milk. It's like the cream top. 
And it's like eating the most delectable. That's like the delicate delicacy, like the little Will cream. Will you just pour it in a top. cup and drink it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if I'm out of milk, I'll drink half and half. Like in a little snifter, okay. you know, yeah. like if you're drinking yeah. like a, a whiskey on the raw or just whiskey neat, I drink half and half neat. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to give it a shot. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I've I been missing. I love dairy. I I want it. There's a um, Fair Oaks has a dairy farm. This is way off topic, but close in Indiana. And I want to go milk some cows. I think you can do that. Have a good time. No, I'm, I'm quite certain they'll let you if you go and ask. Say, I want to do some work and milk some cows. Yeah. I think my my mom a couple years ago, I'm from Kansas, so she's out there. Where it's, she helped with the uh, birthing process. Oh, my gosh. I'm a mm, calf. Mm, beautiful. I'm not even getting into those I details. I mean, you've got some big gloves. Because yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, you to put it to give you a little bit of a mental picture you have gloves that go up to your shoulders oh my goodness and you need that entire glove yeah oh my gosh oh. all right the mental picture yeah moving on <laughs> um so for this podcast remember uh you can subscribe on the itunes store the google play store subscribe rate uh, you can go to southbendbeat.com or at southbendbeat on any of the social media channels um and remember uh, South Bend Townie, the pep rally on the 14th Woo-hoo. from 8 to noon-ish. Yes. Ish. Around there. Mm-hmm. And if can, there's like a ton of people still there at noon. Keep it rocking. Yeah, keep it rocking. You can find info on SouthBendTownie.com or the South Bend Townie uh, Facebook event page. Mm-hmm. Um, our next episode, episode three, the final of the three that we'll be uh, releasing with this initial batch will be with U93's Big Perm. Whoop, whoop. And uh, remember, four South Bend Cubs tickets. To All you have to do is take a screenshot of you subscribing or rating the podcast, send it to any of the South Bend Beat or Alpha Dog Agency social media channels, and you'll be entered in a drawing for four tickets to the opener, and they'll also get a $50 gift card to the oh team store. Oh, my gosh. Store. Wait, can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> send it in. Or awesome. use one of your burner accounts. And yeah. Use all of them. <laughs> I'll set up a handle for Eli. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have Eli send I'm surprised he doesn't have one. Yeah. All right. Well, it was. I had fun having you on. Me too. Thanks Thank for, you so uh, much, Kyle. Thanks for filling us in on everything downtown South Anytime. Bend and your Anytime. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Awesome. See ya. This episode of the South Bend Beat Podcast was brought to you by the Alpha Dog Agency. Special thanks to Truthwork Media for production. If you'd like to sponsor on a future episode, email info at alphadogagency.com.